The views expressed in the podcast you are about to listen to are the opinions of the presenter and the cast. None of us are official representatives of the companies we work for, and we are in no way responsible for what we say. If you are offended or otherwise afflicted by these opinions, please push the unsubscribe button in iTunes and go do something else. Welcome to the Animation Conversation Weekly for June 24th, 2009. I am Arendal Saxel. And my name is Morten Overly. And we will be guiding you through the show. So this podcast is a little different than the previous ones. It's a shorter version and we're trying to make it a weekly one. About 10-20 minutes. It'll be a mix of news, interviews, movie reviews and reports from festivals. Anything animation related and stuff that we find exciting. So hopefully that will be a bit more consumable for for you, not to have, not having to listen to us for uh, like an hour. And we're also going to do this through Skype, so there's going to be much better sound quality. Quality and um... so uh, this is our first podcast in a long, long time. So uh, be nice to us, and we promise to improve during the next shows. We hope to improve during the next shows. Yes, that's a better <laughs> choice of words. <laughs> cool. Okay, I think we're going to go uh, straight to the news section. That's going to be a regular thing we're going to do every every week. Um, Morten, go ahead. Hi, and welcome to the first edition of Animation Conversation News. My name is Morten Overly. Today's headline, current animation projects in Norway. I'll be doing the studios in alphabetical order. Bug, they're in the middle of producing the animated TV series Vendebeen. A total of 26 episodes on assignment from Creacon, and it's going to be shown all over Scandinavia next year. They've also gotten funding to develop a manuscript on the stereoscopic movie, family movie, Reves Reikal, and have signed a letter of intent with seven European countries. Also, they're cooperating with Nordisk Film about developing a TV series, Birger Bilbargo. Filmkamraten, they're currently working on the 3D feature film called Elias Ojakten på Havetsgull, which will premiere Christmas 2010. They're also currently working on commercials. Cool are currently doing three projects. The first one is Elleville Elfrid, a TV series of 52 episodes done in Flash. They're currently producing the pilot. It's for kids and will be presented at Cartoon Forum in Stavango. Second project is Babu, also a TV series, 26 episodes done in Flash. They've produced the pilot. It's for kids and will also be shown at the Cartoon Forum. And finally, they're developing a script for an animated feature about Hubert. And then it's on to Lasso Film, and they're currently developing a short film called Stöv på Stiften. Mikrofilm, they're currently working on an animated TV series for kids based on the books about Toto, the world's smallest mouse. They're doing an animated documentary for kids, an animated feature with Christopher Nielsen, and a new animated short film with Torel Kova. Then there's Storm, they just finished work on three commercials for Telnur, one for Fares, and they're currently finishing off one for an online gaming company. 
We're also finishing off five animated short films for UDE, and I just finished an animated promo for Luxo. Together with SF, Storm made Sheila Pienta, which was directed by Iram Haak. They've also started pre-production and character design on Project Chopin, an animated short film produced together with Breakthrough Films and SEMA 4 Studios, the same team that made Peter and the Wolf. And Storm will also be doing a pre-production for Alvatena and visual effects for several other feature films. Then we have Stripe. They're currently doing several commercials and they're also doing pre-production for an animated feature. Quisten are doing Pelopoltibil and they will be doing work on the upcoming Knachten Yftozai. They are currently also working on the animated TV series Fantomas. They're also doing several commercials and they will be doing a pilot for a TV series about Blackulf. And that's it for this edition of Animation Conversation News. Back to you, Alan. That was the news. Um, now we're going to have a little section about Annecy. I was in Annecy this, um, this uh, summer. Just uh, I came, came back like a week ago and uh, we're going to talk about that. So how, how was Annecy? Annecy was great. Um, Annecy is a beautiful town uh, up in between the mountains in uh, France. Uh, the festival was um, it was six six days Monday till uh, Saturday, and uh, I was there from Sunday till Sunday. It was just great. We watched a lot of movies and shorts and features, and we had a lot of uh, drinks with uh, famous animators. We met a lot of cool people, you know. So, what were the for you the highlights of the festival? Um, oh, and before I forget, this was your first time to Annecy. Yeah, you've been there before, right? Yeah, a few times. It's, it's super fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really it's exhausting. It's it's just when you're back, you you just want to sleep for a week, but unfortunately, you can't do that because you have to go work back yeah. to work. But you know, it's, it's a tough life. Yeah, <laughs> but it was great. Yeah, um, we should pro- probably say who won. Um, there was a Swedish uh, film called uh, Slaves. I actually haven't seen that for some reason. I missed that program, so um, I'm going to have to catch up on that. Have you seen it? No. Uh, I think it's like a year old. Okay. So. Yeah, it's probably on YouTube. I noticed uh, like, uh, quite a few of the movies uh, is actually on YouTube already now before wow. it was uh, submitted to the festival. and that's I think that's a new thing. They have sort of given up on the whole... Um, not being able to submit stuff that's already been released. Yeah, because a lot of the times it's uh, you're not allowed to, to show it until it's finished with the festival circuit. But Exactly, I think that's what they've been doing before. But I noticed that uh, one of the winners, uh, Western Spaghetti by uh, Pess, um, an uh, independent uh, animator from uh, the, the US, uh, that's been on uh, YouTube for uh, like a year and it had like 1.6 million views something like wow, that wow that's, that's pretty incredible yeah yeah and it got the audience award um, yeah and there's one there's one more movie I, or short I would like to mention and that's uh, The Man in the Blue Gordini it was a French movie it was just or not movie uh, short that was absolutely amazing I heard there was a, there was a lot of Norwegian movies uh, represented at the festival this year yeah, there was quite a few. I was there with a short called Gurin Gushen or Gushan Gru, which is just untranslatable to English. But <laughs> so, what category was this in? 
this was in the in the short uh, short uh, competition and um, also there was a, a Norwegian student movie uh, made by a girl called uh, Alina Constantine she's actually French but she she went to Volda Animation School in Norway that's um, kudos to my old school yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I haven't seen that either. That's one of the two movies I didn't see. So yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that should probably be available on YouTube any day now. So we might, if we find a link, we'll uh, post it on in the show notes. So, but what were the highlights for you? The highlights was actually some of the feature movies because when when you've seen. You get pretty exhausted after a few days yeah, of watching movies. Everything just especially kinda... shorts, especially shorts, because there, there's so many of them, and there's there, there's like five bad movies or shorts be- before there's a good one. So you, your brain gets uh, just stuffed with um, <laughs> good animation, but uh, bad storytelling. That's that's the big problem. But it's also like even if there's like one excellent movie, and you've when you've been to like. This is your fourth day of screenings. Even if it's excellent, you feel like it's oh, it's it's only okay because you you just get so bland after a while. Yeah, yeah, actually, you, you do. Yeah, and that's a that's a problem with seeing that many movies in uh, six days of movie movie. Kind of crazy. You watch between five and eight hours a day. The cool thing is when when going to a festival like Annecy, you kind of feel like you've 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 caught up with what the animation business has to offer for for the next year. Yeah, and you do meet a lot of cool people that you get to talk to. It's just an incredible venue to meet people. So did you get to talk to any famous animators while you were there? Um, I did uh, I did say hello to a few of them. Like um, Henry Selick, <gasps> which you, you might know. <laughs> and uh, Bill Plinton. I uh, parted with uh, Bill Plinton. That was cool. Bastard. Yeah, fuck you, bastard. <laughs> Sorry about that. You you can come next time. That's the plan. <laughs> I have to start saving. <laughs> yeah, I I should talk about the features because that was like the highlight for me. Um, I didn't see Coraline. Uh, I still haven't seen Coraline <laughs> for some reason. But it's I like did... you've seen one of the movies you've mentioned so far on the like the the winners or something. Oh, sure, that would... you, you sure you saw any movies at all? Not just going I, I, I actually and... did see, see a lot of movies, but Coraline was just one of those I didn't see because I couldn't get tickets. Tickets. Plus, it's a movie you can see here on exactly cinemas yeah. anyway. So. But I did see an amazing movie called Marion Max, and uh, Marion Max uh, was uh, actually the winner of the festival uh, together with Coraline. They uh, kind of chickened out and went for a split price between those two movies. And that's pretty strange. It's really strange. But I think it might be because Henry Selick was there. (laughs) (laughs) When you put it that way, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, it was made by Adam Elliott. It's an uh, Australian guy. It's um, really good. um, It's like clay animation. It looks really rough, doesn't it? I mean, I've just seen clips of it. It's rough. It's rough. But the storytelling is just wonderful. So... um, I don't know if I should say too much about the movie, but it's it's basically about a girl who's really lonely and she uh, sends a letter to this uh, random guy in the States, just picks a name out of the phone book, and uh, they um, they end up sending letters back and forth, and that's what it's all about. Hmm. And they're, they're both really strange. It's, it's a really cool movie. <laughs> also, I saw the... I finally got to see Brandon and the Secret of Kells, uh, made by Tom Moore, which I interviewed... Uh, a year ago 
Yeah, they were here, what, frame by frame, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, and that was an incredible movie. It uh, actually won the um, the audience award, I think. Nice. And yeah, it's just uh, incredibly nice animation, 2D animation. I've seen clips, and it's it's the, the it's really stylized, but the animation works really well with the the design. Yeah, and I I really like the story too. So it's just a perfect movie. Too bad it didn't go so well. I heard that um, it didn't make a lot of money back in Ireland, and it That's... might not get a lot of distribution. But it absolutely will it will help with this uh, prize, of course, because this is a really important festival. It's weird that it doesn't even I mean even do well in Ireland. I find since it's about the Irish culture and history and yeah it's, it's fascinating, strange, but fascinating. It, yeah I, I hope it's not the 2D thing that's uh, making people uh, stay out of the cinemas for this one but you know you never know I did also see one uh, one 3D movie that was Mo- Monster vs. Aliens I did you watch seen... it sorry <laughs> did you watch it with uh, the 3D glasses yeah I did and I, I, that was cool for like three minutes, and then it was just like, uh, okay. Because <laughs> it's really annoying with the, the quick pans. The like quick pans, and every time there's uh, a bit dark, it really sucks. So it's not there yet, unfortunately. And last but not least, my favorite a movie by uh, this, this older gentleman and his wife. Um, they did all the animation themselves. It's a it's a, an American movie called uh, My Dog Tulip. Is it 2D, 3D? It's 2D, and it's yeah. Wow. Yeah, and just just a great movie about um, a man and his uh, dog, and he's trying to get his dog pregnant. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, I think you will like it. That was absolutely my favorite, and I think you can buy it from Amazon. If you want to get a hold of that. Okay, so it's already available. Yeah, I think so. I think it's like a year old, something like that. It didn't didn't win any prizes. Uh, that was a big surprise to me because everyone was saying that that's the one that's going to win. But but this was a feature movie, right? Yeah, all of these are features. Yeah. So um, I think that's probably what we want to say about Amnesty for this uh, Amnesty for this time. You're going next year, right? Absolutely, yeah, I'll be me back. Too. I have to go. It's it's their fiftieth anniversary next year, I think. Mm, yeah, I think so. You probably should be early at booking an apartment or, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. Book in like January. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Okay, I think that was it for uh, Annecy. Uh, we should probably probably move on. Um, Morten, you did an interview with uh, Rasmus Severson, the the. The, um, director of the movie uh, Kurt Turns Evil. Yes, I was lucky. He had uh, a few minutes, and we were able to ask him a few questions about um, uh, Anne Thomas, a project that they're working on right now. Cool. And also, pardon? Cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, it is cool. <laughs> yeah. So let's play that. Uh, well, uh, my name is Rosmus. Uh, I'm uh, 36 years old. Uh, I'm a director at Kristen uh, Animation. Uh, when it comes to favorite animated movies, it's really hard. I, um, of course, adore everything that Brad Bird does. He's a big uh, leading star for all of us. And uh, uh, but usually, I, I go back to the to the cartoons of the '30s when I'm uh, looking for uh, animation reference and inspiration. Back in the days where there were no dialogue and just uh, the animation were doing the the job. Thanks, sir. 
Um, so why did you guys decide to do Fantomas? Well, the thing was that I was working with Anders uh, Bu, the stand-up co- comedian, on Kurt. He was doing um, voices for Kurt. He was doing three uh, different characters. He's, he's great at doing different voices. And um, after collaborating on, on that, uh, he approached me with uh, an idea of doing a TV series, like a 22-minute uh, episodes, 13 episodes concept. That was very funny. Uh, but but the um, concept was a bit too big and long. Uh, we saw that it was hard to get it financed in Norway fast uh, because the TV stations don't, don't have that much money and it's it's hard to sell in a totally new concept that's not based on anything. Uh, but then he, he called me. We, we kind of lost the, uh, the energy in that project. But then he called me and said he had an idea for something shorter. And... Uh, that was the idea of, of using um, Jan Thomas, the, the stylist, and, and turning him into a uh, superhero. Shorter episodes and maybe not even for TV. We, we, we were <clears throat> looking for the opportunity to maybe show it on the internet. And uh, I think that was the start of it. I was um, In the beginning I was a bit, uh, not skeptical, but I, I didn't really get the concept when, when I talked to him on the phone, but... Uh, uh, as soon as I sat down with him and his co-writer Jesper, uh, and they kind of pitched me one episode, I, uh, I really saw that this could be something something funny. Yeah, I heard that uh, Jan Thomas didn't know about the project before until the first episode was done. That's true. We we kind of kept this whole thing secret for uh, up until the premiere. Uh, Jan Thomas was shown the first episode the day before the premiere, so we were we were very. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, nervous. Nervous. That's the word for what he would uh, would think about it. But uh, he took it very well, I think. Yeah. Would you use the same approach again? Uh, what do you mean with a? Well, doing sort of like a pilot episode, and then waiting until the last day to show it. I don't know. This was um, the the reason why I guess was um, we wanted this to be a, a concept that could stand on its own. We didn't want it to be. I mean, even if it didn't like it or if he uh, he loved it i mean if he wouldn't be affected by his opinion anyway i think that was the, the main approach make this and then see what's uh, how it went yeah mm. what's been uh, the most fun about the project i don't know this is a totally new way of working i think uh B and jesper being uh, used to working on shows live shows um they have a totally different approach of uh of uh how to spice up an episode so we we have the script uh, we do an animatic of the script then we rewrite the script as we cut the animatic uh, the guys are great at uh, coming up with new jokes and uh, and seeing humor potential I mean all the way through the process and I think that's that's new to me I think in animation you're very used to you have a script you do the script into an animatic you do some changes of course and then when the pro- uh, production starts you're kind of locked to the automatic and there's no room for improvisation or anything. But this project, because of the, the, the kind of simple animation style, has more room for improvisation and, uh, and things like that. I think that's, that, that's leading up to my next question is, uh, how are you able to stay so fresh? Like, you can read, like in this one episode, you read like a f- two or three days earlier about uh, this one person on the cut in the newspaper and then on, this was maybe on a Tuesday and then you see it in the episode on the Friday. How do you 
manage to do that? <clears throat> well, it's uh, it's uh, basically mostly because the animation style is so so simple. We we use After Effects. Everything is there in layers. Uh, when we got the news that Alexander Rybak was, uh, uh, there was rumors that he had a vodka with the the judge in in Grand Prix, the Eurovision final. Uh, that was the day before we were going on the uh, on air with this this on the Alexander Rybak episode, and it was very easy. Just open the project, put in a sign on the Rybak store with a gag, uh, a joke on on vodka and caviar, and then just render out the frames and. And also, that's something about this digital medium that that's that it's on the internet. We can everything is so fast. We can just push out a quick time and run down to VEG with a CD, and uh, one hour later, it's it's on air. It's not like on TV where you have to deliver something weeks before or uh, things like that. Is there some kind of approval system? Do they have to? Do they look through it before they put it on the internet, or they trust you one hundred percent? There's no uh, there's no approval process. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how did you uh, uh, find the look for the show? Well, this was... Um, uh, it's pretty much Kim, uh, Kim Tengestal, the designer working here. It's uh, pretty much his, his style and his work. Um, when we were pitched the idea, I, I sat down with Kim and asked if he could do a couple of sketches. And he went one very cartoony way, he went, went one very dark way, uh, really... Uh, with ink splats and, and that direction and then he went one way that was more pastel and and the direction that we're actually in now so Kim is a wonderful designer did a great job yeah. what do you think about the, the response the show has gotten so far we were totally taken by surprise we we, we kind of knew we had something good but uh, we had no idea that it was going to be that big and uh, so popular and, and I think that's interesting you, you never know what's going to be popular it's, it's impossible we, we we kind of felt we thought maybe it would be a little cult series just going on, but now everybody is, is watching it. It's, it's amazing. Um, you've already got over 100,000 uh, members on your Facebook and um, this Facebook group that want a feature movie. Yeah. Do you have any plans for that? Well, we, we, we do discuss it, of course. Uh, and that's, again, something interesting with this new format. We show it on the web um, and we get direct response from the audience. They throw dice and they give us response, the written response. And the Facebook group, they give us loads of written response, and and they're very accurate. It's it's when we feel that we have done uh, a week episode, they feel the same, and uh, vice versa. And and the same thing with this movie thing. Uh, the audience really uh, <clears throat> they really want to see this into a, a big movie, and we we have to we have to think about that. But it's really hard. It's a totally different. Uh, arena, uh, it's it's hard to to, to make this, this this short five minutes episode into a one and a half hour script, and uh, and and will the will the, the flat simple look will it uh, live on the big screen? It's it's hard to say. It's uh, so you, if it if it's gonna be possible. So you listen? Do you listen to user feedback, and you maybe put ideas that uh, readers writing into your next episodes? Well, at least we we. Um, uh, we, we listen to what they say, and um, of course, we don't want to be too uh, guided by that. But uh, uh, I think it is, it's inspiring, both the the good things and the bad things, because the, it's true, <laughs> most of it is true. And, and I think if we discussed if we're going to make a movie, uh, it would be great if we can, uh, can really use the the Facebook group. I mean, let them come with ideas, uh, play along, and uh, and uh, just a new way of making making movies.
So apart from the, the movie ideas, do you have any future plans for the show? We're planning to... Um, uh, we really want to go to do a second season. Maybe not that many episodes as we did now, uh, but maybe uh, maybe six new episodes uh, this, uh, this fall would be good. Mm. Excellent. One general question. How was Annecy? Honestly, it was uh, amazing. <laughs> I was uh, blown Simple away. I was uh, blown away of the size of it. Yeah. Well, what were your personal highlights from the festival? I don't know. I, I think the first two days for me was um, just a shock. The, the amount of people. Um, the the screening of Kurt was uh, the second day I was there in the big theater, eleven hundred people, and the the, the audience reactions. I mean, the audience in honestly is uh, they're, they're completely different from any other places I've been. Uh, huge reactions and uh, and loads of people, nice contacts. Uh, and never met so many nice people in my life. It's great. And uh, another thing with Annecy is it's it's easy to go and talk to people like directors from movies, and it's not like um, when you're at a music festival, you never get to talk to the the musicians or the artists. But here you get to to mingle and talk with with everybody. Absolutely. Did you, did you meet any? directors or people that you admire at the festival yeah absolutely i i um i met most of the people having features in the competition and, and talked to them and uh, of course it's interesting to talk to Henry Selick, the director of Coraline uh being able just to chat with him is, is great uh i mean these kind of opportunities are uh, Specific, I think, for for Annecy. Yeah. Um, among the movies um, and programs you went to see, was anyone that stood out? Um, actually, I, the first three days I just spent uh, mingling. I didn't see anything <laughs> except for my except from the screening of Kurt. Uh, just uh, meeting people, talking to people. The last uh, few days I saw programs. I I, um, I I think it's the standard was pretty high. I mean, remembering going to uh, to animation festivals when I was a student, seems like the the quality is, is really high now on the on films. I also went to to see a seminar with Pixar that was very interesting. They had this thing about how they made up and this new short they have done, partly cloudy, and that's of course every time very depressing to see how they <laughs> they managed to do these fantastic films. But that was good. Did you have a chance to go to the Mifa? I went to the Mifa uh, just to stroll around. Uh, I was also surprised by that, that it was uh, this market. I didn't know that there was a marketplace there. Uh, so um, you should definitely definitely be there next year uh, with a Kvisten stand or at least uh, a Norwegian animation stand. Uh, I mean, this year we had four films in, in, in Annecy, so we should definitely have had a stand this year. But uh, let's uh, catch up next year. So you're definitely going to Annecy next year. I, I definitely will go back, yes. Super. Not really. Creamy, salty, sweet, an oaky nuttiness. You detect that? Oh, I'm detecting nuttiness. Close your eyes. Okay, thank you, Rasmus, for doing this interview with us. Um, I hope we can get some more news from you later. Um, now we're going to go over to the next segment of this show, and, and uh, this is kind of a strange idea that we came up with. We're going to go through the 50 top-rated movies on uh, IMDb. As of today, because it's, it's going to change. Yeah. 
and it's the top 50 animated movies, of course. So it's it's kind of a strange list because uh, it's um, uh, the newer movies tends to uh, to uh, rate really high, but that doesn't matter. It's going to be 50 good movies anyway. You know? It's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> There's some movies there that I that I haven't seen and some that I have seen. So it's it's um, yeah, but they all got that I... great ratings. It's like eight and above. Yeah, some of them I don't understand why, but but it's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, let's just um, start with uh, number fifty as of today. South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. Did you see the movie this uh, weekend? Yeah, I saw it this weekend, and I, I, I remember it coming out, but I, I never expected it to be ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, no, it, it, it was. Um, I've actually never seen the whole movie before. I've only seen parts of it. Yeah. Um, it's it's fun. It's a fun movie, and there's definitely parts where where I, where I laughed out loud. But it's. I, I don't know if it would make my top fifty list. I, I mean, it's not your top fifty even. Have well, you seen 50, like 50 movies? That's, that's well. That's, I just started thinking about it when I said it, and it's probably <laughs> no. I mean, it will pro- it will probably make my top fifty list. Great, um, you're in luck. Yes. So yeah, maybe number fifty is, is it's a good place for it. Okay. I, it was fun, but it wasn't. It was not a, an amazing movie. It's it's good. It's it's funny, and but also one of the things is you've heard so many of the songs before. Yeah. That it kind of you know them, and it, it loses some of its edge. I think. Yeah, uh, but it's funny that it makes fun of itself. Like early on, they talk about the animation being bad, and uh, it's it's crude, but it works really well. And there's some I love Cartman. I think he's he's super funny, and there's some amazing shots in the mo- or scenes in the movie with him. Um, yeah, so it, it's 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 a good it's a good it's a good fun it's a good laugh. But it's definitely a movie that I would see with others. Mm-hmm. Maybe have a few beers and watch it. I think it it's it's more funny. Yeah, it's more that kind of movie than um, I don't know what. Another example would be what I found, yeah. find interesting about this movie yeah. is that it, it was uh, made in '98 and released in '99, and the first episode of South Park was out in '97. So this is this is South Park anno anno. Can you say that in English? Probably, um, I guess. Yeah, uh, 1999. So it's really early, early, early uh, South Park. Uh, and a lot of the characters aren't even in the movie. I think the movie would have been quite different if it was made today. Because um, especially Cartman has really evolved to such a different character throughout the years. I've only, I've only seen like the first one or two, three seasons of South Park. So oh, really? for, for me, I, I, I wouldn't know. You should but, probably uh, see the, the latest seasons. Because I, I think South Park is one of those series that actually gets better and better and better for each year. Um, but I, I, I would love to know what the budget for this movie was because it, with the animation being so crude and the character designs pretty simple, I don't know what, how much it, it would be interesting to know how much it, the budget was. We could probably, probably find that info on IMDb somehow. Um, yeah, I don't know. But you enjoyed the movie? You've seen it before, right? I've seen it a couple of times before. Um, and what I find kind of the genius of South Park is... Uh, just Trey Parker's uh, amazing musical talent because this is this is just um, this is a musical actually it's a yeah, it's true. comedy it is, musical actually. and he is just really good at uh, cranking out songs he also does this for the series and, and they're all really grounded in uh, 
proper musical training. He's he's just a musical genius. Uh, my, uh, that, that's what I think. Oh, what was the highlight for you in this movie? Um, I think the highlight is probably the first half hour because after that I was I was sort of um, I got tired of the whole story. I, I got the story after uh, 30 minutes and I, I, it's it's a political story some somehow. It's based on uh, you know the situation in the states and how they how they see other countries and how they like to just control yeah. the world. You know they're very liberal the guys uh, that makes this thing that's what makes it funny i mean that's what that's how i mean i think the design of the characters and the, the being so simple lends itself to being um, that extreme yeah it kind of has to in order to be entertaining i think yeah but it, it's definitely more crude than it is today i was it was kind of interesting to see uh, what south park used to be and what it is today so uh I don't think we're going to give uh, any uh, rating the, f- for the movie, but we're going to do like this list. Kind of yeah, we're what... going to make our, our own top 50 list based on the 50 movies that we're going to see. Yeah. And so we're going this to, is... just going to say every time that, okay, this, this movie was better than uh, the other movie and it was uh, not as good as that movie, you know? So it's going to be like a naturally evolving list as we go through all these movies. So for the time being, I guess South Park is our number one. Yeah, it's uh, it's my number one for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, that that's it for uh, South Park. Uh, next week we're gonna view uh, Poco Rosso by um, Miyazaki. Interesting choice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, have you seen it? Yes. Okay. No, I, don't don't say anything. I haven't I'm not seen it. Say anything, no. So um, that's gonna be interesting. It surprised <laughs> me though. That's yeah. all I will say. Yeah. All right, so, but um, we'll be back next week with more news and more animation-related stuff. You can follow us on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash ACP news. And you can leave us a voicemail on uh, Skype. Our username is animation conversation in one word. And uh, there will also be a link on the website. Yes, and you can mail us. Our email address is feedback uh, at animationconversation.com. So mail us for any tips. Uh, also read the show notes. Uh, we'll put out any uh, all related links from the show. And our website address is www.animationconversation.com. That's it for this Animation Conversation Weekly. And until next time, have fun and animate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.